Welcome to the podcast, From Our Home to Yours, with Nancy Campbell, founder and publisher of Above Rubies. It's where we learn to forgive in that home. Hello, here we are again today, and I have with me Heather Bryant, who was with us last week, and I know you're going to enjoy Heather again today. And I'm going to ask her a little more um, about how she has come through that trial of losing their little baby, 14 months old. And so, Heather, thanks for being with us again today. Oh, it's my pleasure. And coming all the way from Washington uh, State. Yes. It's so wonderful of you. <laughs> and uh, tell me, how, you know... You have, well, at that time, I think when um, little Hannah went to be with Jesus, was that, was she number 10 at that yes, time? Yes, yes. Yes, you've had four yeah, since yeah. that time. So there were 10 children. It was not yeah. only you and Barry who were suffering the grief, but each one of your precious children, and especially uh, Rachel. Um, tell us, how did she get through it? Well, it was very hard. It was yes. very hard. But I um, right away knew that the Lord had her heart mm. and he would and that he was there. Yes. Um, so the the day after the accident, you know, remember I had prayed that prayer to the mm. Lord. I said, you know, please, I will not question and I will not be angry, but you have to help my children. Mm. Well, the day after the accident, um, we were in our living room and Rachel was sitting on the arm of our couch. And she she said, Mom, she goes, do you remember when you, you had that bad miscarriage that I had to call 911 for? I had, I had bled out and passed out and and that was just before Hannah, yeah wasn't that was it? like yeah. yeah it was two months before yes and my when that happened my husband yelled to Rachel who was in a dead sleep you know call 911 so she told me she goes when I when I had to call 911 this is back when she was after you know sitting on the arm of the couch she goes I had to do it laying down because I thought I would pass out she goes but when I got out of the car and saw what happened to Hannah, she goes, I started to panic. But all of a sudden, I heard this voice inside my head say, Rachel, I've been doing this a long time, and I know what I'm doing, and I don't want you to panic. And she said, well, can I cry? And he said, yes, you can cry. And then she said, when I was able to cry, I was able to start to focus and she was able to call 911 and I wasn't even there mm. and all this was happening while I you know this whole a the accident was unfolding and God was there whether mm. that was an angel or whatever somebody was there talking to my daughter mm. and the thing that made me so happy was she obeyed mm. she listened and obeyed and responded mm. and I went this is it, it it encouraged me. And so just, you know, it took many, many, many hours of my husband would stay up late at night, wouldn't let her go to bed until she would talk to him because there were many times mm. you could tell she was so very bothered, 
so very bothered. But we, as parents, we over and over and over again would just remind the children it was an accident. Mm. Hannah wasn't ours to begin with. Mm. And if the Lord wanted her to live, he would have let her live. You know, and so we trusted him through this. And that was one of the main things that I wanted my children to learn through this watching my husband and I was I wanted them to see our faith Mm. in God when things were very dark Mm. you know you can preach to your children you know when it's light and when everything is fine but this is the time where they're going to to really see because we are an example to our children And they were, Mm. you know, I, I purposed in my heart at that time that I wanted my children to see me trusting God with all of my heart Mm. during the hardest time in my life. And I know in all of their lives, they were watching us. And And that was the greatest lesson you could ever give them to see it. Yep. Yeah. I wanted my children to be able to come to me as a mom still. I had nine other children that were on earth that I was still responsible for, Mm. even though my heart was shattered into Mm. a million pieces. I took my heart. I, 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 I still just remember just mentally as well as I'm sure spiritually, just laying my heart at the feet of Jesus Mm. and just trusting him that he could hold me together Mm. to just be there for my children um, Mm. while I myself was grieving. And he did that. So many ways he did that. He, I, miracle after miracle would happen and it would literally address a heart ache in me every time every time and it just was it was absolutely amazing and I don't think I would have had that opportunity to see all those things I I, I now refer to it as I I grieved with my eyes open. You know how mm. like when you're really super sad and you're really mm. hurting you squint your eyes yes. shut. But I remember thinking about Mary after she was told that she was going to have Jesus. Mm. You know, she was a virgin. Mm. And she was just told by the angel of God that she was going to have the Savior. And she had never been with a man. But I remember her um, purposing to hide things in her heart. Like mm. she would watch things. And I remember thinking, I'm going to do that. I'm going to watch and see what God is going to do in this Mm. situation. Mm. And I was not disappointed. Mm. It was absolutely amazing. For instance, the day after um, the accident, all of a sudden my four-year-old, out of nowhere, comes running in from outside and he's like, Mom! Mom, he goes, Hannah's in the sky. He goes, I tried to get her to come down, but she won't come. And I was like, what? And I, I, I mean, I was like, you know, kind of baffled. And he grabs my hand and drags me outside. 
And he starts pointing up to the sky. He's like, mom, see, there she is. She's flying. And, and my daughter at the, my little daughter, she was three at the time. She was like, Hannah, flying sky. (laughs) And I looked up and I thought they might be looking at a cloud. There was not a cloud in the sky. It was a beautiful sunny day. And I saw nothing, but I knew Mm. they saw something. And I just broke into tears. But that to me, it eased in my mind, like, well, where is she? What is she? You know, like I, you know, you, you, you have all these things as you're, you know, you you know, our truths, but they're in your head, Mm -hmm. but until they're in your heart, it really doesn't, it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, until you know that they're in your heart. So, um, I just remember thinking my son saw that and I believe, and it's like, she is, she's fine. You know, that most probably gave hope to him too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So, um, a few months later we took the kids to, we surprised them and we all took a road trip down to Disneyland. And one night, the same son, my Mm four-year-old, we were walking home. It was at night and he was skipping along and just, you know, as little four-year-old boys do. And, and all of a sudden he got very serious and he walked back to me and he grabbed my hand and he said, mom, he goes, I saw Hannah again. He goes, but this time she was big. Mm. And I was like, what? You know? And he said, he goes, I asked her if I could come up to her, but she said, not until God said, And then he said, and mom, he goes, do you remember when I saw Hannah when she was a baby? He said it was in the daytime. He goes, but when I saw Hannah, when she was big, it was at night. And he points up to the sky up in, in, down in California, there's kind of smog. So you can't Mm. see the stars. He goes, see up there how there's no stars. He goes, when I saw Hannah, when she was big, there was lots of stars. And then he just ran off and started skipping and like mm. but you know what how beautiful it, uh, one of the things in my heart is that she was my baby mm. and I missed my baby but when he told me she was big it was like I all of a yeah. sudden was able to kind of let yes. that go not that I don't miss her and not mm. that you know but there was a part of me that was able to just mm. my the mothering little baby part yes. of me was able to just let go mm. because things had changed she mm. who says she's not bigger in heaven you yes. know i and yeah. he knew he was saying stuff a little four-year-old was saying stuff that i just was blown away by yes, you know in fact the, the day after the accident i went out to him and i don't even i think it was the lord but i went out to him because he had seen her in the sky no, this was the day after he had seen her in the sky. And I went up to him and he was digging in the dirt. He didn't even look at me. And he's digging. And I said, so Levi, I go, when you saw Hannah in the sky, I go, was she by herself? And he said, nope. He goes, there was a Jesus helper angel in the front. And Jesse was the little baby that I'd miscarried that Rachel had talked about. Yes. He goes, Jesse was behind him and Hannah was behind Jesse. Wow. And he just kept digging. And I just was like, well, 
it just it was like she wasn't alone because you always you know it's just these and he he wouldn't think those no things up. no I mean it was and then what beautiful hope there was your little miscarried baby yes there too. yes yes oh such yes hope. I know so glorious it was just so all these things were just mm. so you know just they were miracles to me and yeah. they were answering just heartache in my soul yeah you know and there was just it was like an answer for those now did I still grieve of course I still grieved yeah. I think I cried so many tears I remember purposely drinking water because I thought I would dehydrate yeah you know I did. I did I did I did but so I'll tell you another time yeah. that the Lord really just ministered to me is that one time, um, so there were times where my my heart would just be broken, and it would just be broken all day. Like it, the heaviness of mm. grief would just be mm. on me, like all day long. But a lot of times, I would go to sleep, and then the next morning, I'd wake up, and it would be better because His mercies are new yes. every morning. Yes. And so I, one day, woke up, and it had been a hard day the day before. And it, I, I just felt, still felt the heaviness. And my husband at the time, he, he was away a lot. And at, so he was away that day and he's my best friend. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not the type that I can't just call somebody and say, I need to talk. I'm just not that way. Mm. You know, if I, maybe if I'm with someone and I end up talking about something, that's one thing. But I knew that day I had a lot to get done and I had, I had to. Mm. So anyway, I, I, before my day really got started, I said, Lord, I said, I know I wouldn't even be where I'm at mentally, emotionally, if you had just, if you have not been with me mm. and helping me, I go, but today I have so much to get done and I just, I need to talk to a human. I need a, someone to come to me and help, you know, encourage mm. me with words yeah. and I go, and I need them to hug me and I go, and I don't want to ask anybody for any help. I go, could you please just send me somebody? Mm. So anyway, I, I had to drop my kids off at a class, my older kids and I had my three-year-old daughter with me and we, you know, went, did a little grocery shopping, went out to lunch and I had a, a minivan and I had her car seat positioned in the center of the, the bench seat behind me so that I could look in the rear view mirror and see her mm. so we could talk. Well, there was a lot of times that as I was driving, I would start to cry. And I would ugly cry silently. Like my kids could be going crazy in the back seats and not even know I was a hot mess in the, as I'm driving down the road. Because I had it down. I had it down perfectly. I would just be just, my face would just be a, just a hot mess and I'd be bawling, but no sound would come out. Mm. So we're heading back to go pick up my older children at their class and I am bawling. And all of a sudden, I hear this little voice from the back seat. She goes, Mama, are you crying? And I said, Yes, I'm crying. 
And a few seconds later, I hear this, Mama, Hannah, live, God. Because we would always say that Hannah was Mm. alive with God. That's Mm. what we would always talk about. how old was she? Three. Only three. Mm -hmm. Wow. But I just kept driving Mm. and crying. And a few seconds later, I heard her voice again. And she said, Mama, Hannah, live, God. And I just kept driving and crying And then pretty soon, I heard the voice from behind again go, Mama, Hannah, live, God. And I said, I know Hannah is alive with God. She goes, quit whining. Oh, (laughs) And I'll tell you, that shocked me. Mm. And as that happened, I was just driving up into the driveway to pick up my children. I opened the car door and unbuckled Mary and she leapt into my arms and gave me the biggest hug ever. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I knew that those words, God had sent her yes. to talk to me mm-hmm. and I got my hug from my human being. Yes. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that so God? Yes. And I'll tell you that turned my whole day around. Yes. Whole day. And I will never forget that. Just those little things. God just continued to help you along the way. Yep, because I purposed in Mm. my heart ache and my heart brokenness to grieve with my eyes open. Mm. I wanted to see him move and Mm. and work. And I and I trusted that he would take this it was a mess Mm. that we had created in our humanness and build something beautiful out of it, which I knew he could. And Mm. I know he does. Yes. Yes. So great. And uh, I I think that's the thing we can, we, we are to mourn. I mean, absolutely. But we don't mourn without hope. We mourn in hope. Yes. And, um, as we mourn looking to Jesus and trusting him, you know, day by day, he just comforts well, and, you know, and heals. Right, and he? even it may not, for different people, it may not be a death of a loved one. It could be finances. Mm. It could be jobs. It could, I mean, there's so many things mm. that can happen in people's lives that we may want to carry ourselves Mm. that the Lord is waiting to carry for us so he can teach us and help us grow through that. Think of what Rachel, my daughter, Mm. what if we had fallen apart? What if we had not trusted? What would that have made her feel like? Exactly. It would have devastated her. Mm. And I didn't want that. You know, I felt like, you know, how um, God took the Israelites through the desert to the promised land, mm. which I feel like sometimes is our life, mm. you know, and how they started to grumble and complain when he was taking them to the promised land. Mm. And I remember just going, I don't want to stay in the desert for 40 years. Right. And on top of it, never getting to see the promised land. Yeah. I don't want that. I want, 
I want the fast ticket out of here. (laughs) And I want it for my children. And I'm not saying that I do not miss my daughter. I Mm. miss my daughter and my heart aches for my older daughter. I do. Mm. I, that is all there, but Mm. it it all is in the hands of Jesus because Mm. I can trust the Lord through either me or her dad or people around and I trust the Lord with my daughter, Rachel. Mm. I trust him with her heart. He can reach inside. He's the great physician. He's the great counselor. Mm. He's the healer. I mean, he's all those things mm. that I told my daughter a long time ago when this happened. I said, don't trust, rely on your parents mm. or anybody else. I say, you hold on to God. You hold on to Jesus. You go to him for all things because don't let go of him because you will need, you're going to need him for the, we all need him, but especially, you know, in something like this, you know, I feel like there was a time where she was just walking on a tightrope, you know, and just where she could just fall off. And yet there was Jesus right in front of her and he was just hold his hand and yeah. you'll make it. And she it. held on. Oh, and I mean, yes. I think that's one of the most beautiful things to see Rachel today. Such a beautiful, whole oh. uh, daughter of God. Oh. I mean, she's she is. She's she, victorious. She is she's in a place beautiful. beyond even where I feel like I am. Hmm. She spiritually, she has gone to places that I just want. I I I feel hmm. so happy. Like yes. just as a mom looking at her, just going. I love to come to the retreat and just see her worshiping. Yep. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, leading the whole of the all the ladies in worship. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, that's that's victory. Yeah, yes. it is. It is. It, Sa- yes. What Satan can mean for destruction, mm. the Lord makes something. It's not just put together. It is something a new creation, mm. because He makes all things new. You know, that's who he is. I always think of that beautiful example of the three men who went into the fire and, uh, you know, because they would not bow down to the king. And, uh, you know, the fourth man, the son of God, came into the fire with them. But I love how the Bible says they came forth out of that fire without the smell upon them. And I think people come through these tragedies either one of two ways. Some still have the smell on them. There's that because they've held on to bitterness and anger. And they're angry at God because this thing happened. But, you know, that is the saddest thing that can ever happen because that smell of the fire is always on them because they haven't given it to him because our God is a good God. And we have to trust that he is working everything out for good. He is a good God. We have to acknowledge yes. who he is. He is a good God. And even in tragedy, he is a yes. good God. He is. Because this this earthly life, it's just so temporal. Yep. It is so temporal. And there is a real world, a world that... You know, we really don't know anything about. No. But it is the real yes. world. And it's the world where, you know, there'll be no more cries and there'll be no more tears and there'll be no more tragedy. And we'll, you know, it, it will, everything will be worth it all yeah. then. And uh, so, you know, precious ladies, if there's any who 
I just might be still hanging on to anger or bitterness because of things that have happened. Please let it go. Just give it to Jesus because he will just take it. He will, as you as you mourn, not in bitterness and in anger, but in hope and in trusting him. He will heal you. He is the God who is our healer. I am the Lord that healeth Amen. thee. Jehovah Rapha. That's not only for our bodies. It's for our souls and our hurts and and, and the tragedies go, that we go through. He can bring you into that that even greater place. And uh, so trust him, won't you? And uh, I see, of course, in Heather, and that's why I've asked her to share today, because she's sharing in, in victory, and uh, therefore she can encourage you. But I, I think it's wonderful too, Heather, don't you, how often God prepares people. You know, sometimes it's amazing when a child tragically something happens to them and they find that you know beforehand that child has been talking about heaven and and wanting to go to heaven yes and it's amazing yes, isn't it yeah you know god is in everything isn't he i think you were telling me once about this little friend of yours yeah. who had a little boy and yeah. he came to his mother and said i want to read randy alcorn's book heaven yes now I, you haven't even read that no he was 10 yeah and he wanted and to he, read and that. he was reading it and one day he came to their family devotions after he started reading it and he goes i can't wait to die and they were like aghast like don't say that you mm. know but it wasn't long after that he actually did pass away yeah. he did he was he was thrown from a horse and trampled Oh, and, and yet God was preparing yes, him. Yes, yes. Isn't that yes. incredible? But, yes. he, but we have to just, those things, you know, I, when I've heard the stories about little Isaiah, I just, what a blessing to even hear that your child wants to go to heaven and then he ends up, you know, going. And you know where he is. Yes, even yes. in your heartache, you know. Mm. His mom is one of my dear friends, oh, yes. and her just I, she is she has she's heartbroken, yes, but, has, but she has hope. Yes, but that he was grieving, ready yes. to go. And even yes. like when I sit there and I think of of people in different grieving situations, mm. like again I say, you know, financial or things like or family members, mm. you know, going their own way. But yeah. we serve a God that. He loves us, and he mm. he he's over all, and he we just need to trust him, mm. you know, whatever it is, yeah. and don't be angry at mm. him for mm. the path that your your life is taking. Trust mm. him, trust, and he will never disappoint. Mm. Never keep your eyes open mm. and watch for what he is doing. Yes, Amen. And, um, oh, yes, you found, too, that reading, you know, books about heaven was an encouragement to you, and you even used to read them to the children yeah. at that time. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Tell us about well, any that were specifically yeah, helpful the, to you. My favorite, see, I'm more of a, I'm, I'm less of a, a 
Randy Elkhorn Heaven type of reader. Yeah. And I'm more You're of not a, usually a reader, are you? Right. I don't really read. I'm horrible. But but I love reading about people. Yes. And so um, one of my favorite books was Heaven is for Real. And it was a testimony of a little, I think he was four or five at the time, mm-hmm. a little boy who had, um, I think they made a movie out of it. But the book is better. Yes, always is, isn't yes, it? Yes, <laughs> yes. And um, he went to heaven while he was very, very sick. And the the things he, you know, came back sh- eventually sharing with his parents, like he told his mom that he had met his sister while he was in heaven. And she was like, what? And he goes, yes, I met my sister. And she had miscarried before this little boy was even born. He didn't even know about his sister? No. Wow. Yeah, and he had met his grandfather. And so when his dad met or showed him a... Just, what? you know, interrupting yeah. there, that is, that is just such an amazing encouragement to so many of you who've lost babies in the womb, you've miscarried, and and the wonder, you know, you, you grieve no matter at what stage yes. you lose a life, no matter at what stage... But that little life, because every baby that's conceived is life, is an eternal soul. Yeah. And, and that life you will celebrate in heaven. Yeah. And, and that's an amazing thing, to think he saw his sister and he didn't even really know he had yes. one. Amazing. Yeah, some of those things. And like he yeah. saw his grandpa. Yeah. And his, it was his dad's father mm-hmm. who had passed away uh, years before this little guy was born. And he... Um, He's, his dad showed him. He goes. He showed him a picture of his of his grandpa just before he had died, which he was older. Mm. He's like, no, that's not who I. That's not my grandpa. And so they had happened to one day be going through, you know, other photos, and he came across a photo of when his grandfather was early twenties. Yeah. And he goes, "There's grandpa. Oh. That's him." And he didn't even say, "This is your grandpa." When he was younger, he was just flipping through, you know, the photos. And he saw it. Yeah. Wow. So those kind of things, you yeah. know, I read now that. that's interesting. You know, obviously they're not old and doctorly yeah. in heaven. <laughs> yeah. So I just, like, those kind of things encouraged me so yeah. much. Just like, this little kid probably did see some, and made heaven more real to me. And I would read passages of books of people's experience, you know, dying and coming back and I it 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 mm. just gave me a little more of an insight yes. and through someone else's experience and I read it to my children they yes. just I remember them just sitting there you could have heard a pin drop because yes. they yes. wanted to know that too absolutely you know and now that's how many years later now is, is it about 14 years since well she would quite. have been she would have been 13, and she yeah. died when she was 14 months old. Wow. So it's been, yes. it's been a... And it's so been, now you know, you just, you find that there's real healing in all the family. I feel, yes, I yes, feel like so there beautiful. is. I know for sure I feel very, like, thankful where I'm yes, at. Um, yes. Sometimes I feel like I should be sadder, but then I'm like, you know what? It's because I know she's alive. Yes. I do. I remember the night it went from my head to my heart. Yes. It did. Yeah. Like it literally, I had to wake up my husband to tell him. Yeah. Because it literally, I felt it physically move. Wow. Yeah. I feel like God did that for me. 
Wonderful. Yeah. And it was, it wasn't, it didn't happen just right away. It happened months later, but it did happen. And I know she's alive. Hmm. I know. Even I remember when my dad passed away, I would like sit there and say, he's in heaven. And I know he is, Hmm. but I, it was in my head. But this went from my head into my heart. And I know, I know. You know mm. when you know that you know? Yeah. I can't even explain it. Yeah. But it is something that the Lord did for me. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that I, I, she's alive. My mm. husband and I chose to have her. And yep. she is even now. Yeah. She may Pray not be on this me. earth. She is, but she is. Absolutely. When we conceive and we get, and, and life comes you know, if that life is taken in the womb or later, it was still a life. Yes, that life is alive yeah. and, and eternal and going yeah. to live forever and will celebrate yeah. that life forever. It, it's just so amazing. Yeah, and I've had six miscarriages, so yes, I'm excited. I, I must, wow. I must have a crew. You're going to have a wonderful time, aren't you? Meeting all these amazing children. I know. Oh, Wow. No, I'm. Yeah. It it makes you have a completely different perspective mm. on things, you know. Oh yes, and uh, you know now getting back to just the raising of your family. I you you told me that um, after each baby, you've always tried to do something new. I have. Tell us about that. I think that's oh. rather amazing. <laughs> I think it must be um, the fact that you know when you're you're creating with God. It's God who's doing it, but you're cooperating with him and <laughs> well. the creation of life that somehow releases that creativity. Uh, I don't you. know about that. I mean, I've tried to sew and I wasn't very creative with that. <laughs> I think we're all creative in our different some, yes, ways. Yes. I mean, I, you know, tell us the things well, that you Well, some love of the things I, I, I have done is I've taken up, I've taken lessons on something after I've had a baby and one, some of the things I remember, I took voice lessons once. Really? For, yep, for a while until mm-hmm. it just got too crazy. But I did. Yeah. I, I'd always wanted to do that. And I've done stained glass, which I can't sew, but I can, I kind of did that instead of sewing because you can piece things together. Yes. And so I did stained glass for a while. I've done, I've tried all sorts of things. I I'm I I do like to do crafty things, yes. and so I just you know because sometimes just doing, you know, making meals three times a day, cleaning up mess after mess, <laughs> you know, I I try and just I try and take time just to be able to pull out something really quick mm. and be able to work on it, even if yes. it's for an an. an 20 minutes I, or, or now as my kids have gotten older I'm definitely I can do more mm. my you should see I, I make signs now and I sell them at the little shop yeah so now you have store I do but have you don't store. have to be there all nope. day you nope. just make the things and put yep. them in there and, my yes. husband and I we flip furniture and I make signs and necklaces and you should see my kitchen I my kitchen oh, is my art studio I would love to see oh your it's kitchen. it's I got signs and yes. then meal making on one side and signs being made on the other <laughs> wow, yeah incredible. or a lot of times I do stay up late yeah. I, I I stay up late because it's quiet but I love those times you know I'm up yeah. crafting and 
you know, doing my thing. And then, you know, I have to be up at seven the next morning. Mm -hmm. And I'm afraid I don't wake up before my children sometimes, (laughs) but I stay up later than them to get things done. So, but you know, it works. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's just so beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Heather. Thanks for just sharing about this. I'm thankful you have these, the podcast now, because I know you wanted me to Right and right, art in above Ruby. Oh, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I just couldn't get I you. I know, but I can talk. <laughs> yes, so isn't that great? Yes. Oh, so, what are we seeing here? Oh, yes. So, anyway, we've got to close off again and we'll just remind you about the retreat. Yes. Goodness me. I think the 28th, about... 29th, and 30th. Yes. Yes. Of this month. So, uh, yes. um, okay, hope you can come. Um, we'll take out-of-staters, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, in yes. fact, maybe I'll have a prize for the One who furth- comes the furthest. Yes. Okay, well, so, you're- I know. What? One of your glorious signs. <gasps> yes, oh, glorious signs. Wouldn't that be amazing? Now, yes. you are. You cannot participate because no, you'll because be coming. No, because it would be hard to carry it home anyway well, on the plane. I, no, I might just make you one to put in. I'll make it so you <laughs> can put it in your suitcase. <laughs> but anyway, now, we've already put that on okay. Heather now. All so right. the one who comes the furthest is going to get one of her absolutely amazing signs. Yes. Um, yes, so come all you old not you old ladies, <laughs> but all your old friends, because so Yay. many of you come back year after year, and it's so exciting to see you. But we just love to see all these new mums. Oh, we love all you young mums coming, and the daughters, and the grandmothers. Oh, it's just so <laughs> great. So we'll be seeing you all there in Olympia. And uh, anyway, let's pray. Father, we, we just thank you. We can talk about family and We know, Lord, that here on this earth, life is not always perfect. Relationships aren't perfect. Things happen. We face challenges. But, Father, we thank you that we can look to you, that you are in it all. We can trust you. And even things that look a mess, Lord, you are in control. You are above it. You have got it in your, in the palm of your hand. And everything we face, you are bigger. Yes. You are bigger. Oh, God, we thank you and praise you. And uh, we pray today for every precious one who has lost life. And, and you've been able to relate today to Heather but Lord God, we pray that you will, you will just come and, and just comfort them again. Yes. Just totally heal them, Lord. Bring healing into their minds, their souls, their emotions, every part of their being. Let your healing flow through them. Oh God, making them whole. That they can, Lord with their family, with their children, uh, with their extended family, and as they go out into this world, that they can go out with their heads up and, Lord, with not the smell of fire on them, even though they've been through the fire, 
Lord, we pray that they'll come forth with no smell of it upon them, but with your glory and with your anointing and your peace and your victory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And we bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen.